Hey there, and welcome to a little bit of a different format for this week's episode as I do my very first interview for the Habit Thrive podcast. It is with Nikki Ganjemi, hypnotherapist, motivational speaker, author, and creator of the Calm Method, a tool for dealing with stress, which is why this interview is perfect for this month of December, or really any time you are listening to this episode. That being said, I am a little stressed about the audio. Full disclosure, it is not of the quality you are accustomed to, but I have to let it go and share the magic of this interview. I actually used Nikki's calm method to manage my decision of whether to redo the interview with a new headset or just send it out into the podcast universe. My thought process went from perfectionist thoughts around audio and hums and haws to thoughts around the truths that Nikki sounds great and the content is extremely valuable, especially now. And special shout out to Laura, my editing guru, who did an amazing job to get the audio to this point. So... In my new chapter as a podcaster, with a long exhale, I am letting go. So please enjoy my interview with Nikki Ganjemi. Hey, hey, Habit Thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers. Welcome to episode number 24 of your Habit Thrive podcast. As we continue our theme of our habit of stress for the month of December. So on that note, I have a special treat for you today. I'm doing my first official interview on my Habit Thrive podcast. So I'm, um, yeah, I, I just start clapping my hands when I think about this. I know you can't see me on my <laughs> on my podcast, but I am here with Nikki Ganjemi, who I will be interviewing. So just seeing Nikki's face, she's making me smile and she's making me clap here. So before we uh, dive right in and I have Nikki introduce herself, I just want to let you know that Nikki is a licensed hypnotherapist and she is a motivating and thought changing guru. And I just, I didn't actually let her know I was going to say that. (laughs) I thought it worked beautifully with our Habit Thrive podcast. Nikki as well is a colleague and a friend and we've known each other for a few years and have connected through business. And it's just been wonderful to to watch her thrive, actually, in all of her speaking engagements, in her other podcast interviews. And when I did a little bit of a search, and again, I didn't tell Nikki this either, when I did a little bit of a search 
just to, to uh, see where she where she's been in the last little while. It's astounding, like all of the information, the background, just the journey. And in fact, uh, before I just turn it totally over to Nikki to let you know that she is also an author. So this is what is so exciting about having this chance to interview Nikki in December. So again, you may be listening to this to this podcast episode at another time and you'll easily be able to just go and find her book right now. It is so close to being published that um, you are right at the beginning of this process of being able to read her book right off of the press. So this is doubly exciting for me to be able to uh, to interview Nikki. So I'm going to turn it over right now and welcome Nikki and have her introduce herself from the process or the journey. Nikki, so that you've come to to this place of writing your book in the month of December 2022. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. And that was a beautiful introduction. <laughs> I feel so honored. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, I, to make it easy, I call myself a personal trainer for your mind. I love the um, the motivating and thought-changing guru. I might have to borrow that because I really do love that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what that is, is, you know, everything, it's all mindset. And I've been trained, like Lori said, in hypnotherapy. I'm an NLP practitioner, success coach. I just work with all things the six inches between your ears, basically, and helping you to get out of your own way and, and make the pivots that you want. And that's really been my background, uh, starting out as an actress, pivoting to becoming an elementary school teacher and making another pivot into having my own business and finally living life on my terms, doing what I, what I love and really feeling on purpose. And the Calm Method came out of 2020 when I was set to do a mindset, a money mindset training for a jewelry company. And I got a call that, you know, Nikki, with everything going on now in the world, money mindset is not important. Can you do something to help these women with managing their emotions? They just would, don't know what to do with this fear and uncertainty. And that's when I had the inspired idea two days before the training. Uh, I set the intention, I know I will think of something that's going to help these women. And I woke up with the word calm in my mind. And I can easily see how each letter of calm was a step to go from that, that negative mental loop that we can have in our mind that just, you know, circles round and round. Mm -hmm. and how do you, how do you get out of that? How do you dissociate from that? And get to that grounded center where you have that clarity and confidence to know this is what I'm going to do next and then step into taking that inspired action. I love that. And it, it reminded me actually of when you 
first of all, talk about how it came to you. So there is a natural feeling with that and it flowed. And, and honest to goodness, when we talk about calm, and this is, first of all, this is going to be the name of your book, Calm. The Calm Method. And then it's the inner game to getting the results you want. That's the complete title. Perfect. Perfect. And when we think about all of the tools that we can potentially have in our toolbox, I think this has been my experience in the last, um, well, last many years, the ones that I remember, because there, there are a lot and definitely going through the, the pandemic and the last few years, our mental health and our ability to manage our, our thoughts and, and different ideas and different systems, the ones that have stayed with me, so I'm going to come right back to calm, because I remember it, because the word has an association already, it's not something that I have to Google again or, you know, look back into um, where did I, what did, was Nikki talking about with that, that calm process again? It's like, oh, it stays with me. I remember it. Mind you, at the beginning too, because we, Nikki and I have worked together for a while. Nikki has also been, come into some of the, the groups that I've had working online and I would say if you can, because you'll remember calm, but then to memorize the steps, definitely perhaps even in the, let's say in the less stressful times and practice, then that combination of it being called calm and the steps working through, I would say that it has it has absolutely stayed with me more than many other techniques. So on that note, Nikki, let's dive into what C-A-L-M means. I'm just going to turn it back over to you. Okay. Thank you, Lori. I'm, I'm like, I can't stop smiling because <laughs> I'm so happy that it resonates with you and it's something that you remember and that it's easy to implement into everyday life. So that just makes me excited. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So, okay, so the each letter, so the first step in CALM, the C stands for conscious, and that's to be conscious of your emotions and how you feel. I like to start with emotions because sometimes when we, when we try to start with what am I thinking, what are the thoughts, there's so many, there's hundreds of them, sometimes thousands, and there's also thoughts that we're not always aware of, and I know you've talked about that, Lori, that we're not even conscious of some of the thoughts that are running in the background. Yeah. Entering through the emotion, just quieting, like stopping yourself, right, and thinking, not thinking, feeling, what am I feeling right now in my body, and can I name it? What is that emotion? So that's the first step. What's the emotion? Okay. Overwhelm, you know, anger, frustration, and then also processing that emotion. And the simplest technique that I give people to do that is breathing, whether it's a four square breathing or a seven eleven breathing, but just breathing in for seven seconds and exhaling for 11 seconds and you know engaging that parasympathetic nervous system to calm down the body the mind and body 
I love that. Again, because breathing is uh, right there for us. It's it's a tool that that we don't necessarily have to go search for. Although when we do connect it with another, this is habit stacking. When we connect the the calm method with, oh yes, as soon as you start to think about it, the word calm, and then it gets you slowing with your with your breath right from the get-go and then we're not that in your brain you're going to be saying okay I'm habit stacking now mind you my brain does that (laughs) (laughs) but it um it's a gateway again into another another technique that when they're stacked together they become that much more powerful so I love that yes absolutely so that's simple right just tune in Notice how you're feeling, become conscious of the emotion and process it through breathing. That's step one. Step two, the A in calm is to become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. Because thoughts precede emotion, what thoughts are causing me to feel this emotion and then putting them on paper, you know, getting them out of your head and physically writing them onto paper so that you can look at them in black and white and be a lawyer and put them on trial. So the second part of the A is to aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. The second part is ask, are these facts or are they beliefs, worries, projections, interpretations, attitudes? And most often they're not facts. (laughs) (laughs) I believe believe that having gone through... Uh, gone through this process and actually Nikki I have a a question for you this because sometimes these are just going to come up because I've worked through the process and that question is when we talk about writing the thoughts down do you think that by writing the thoughts down that it becomes easier to do it on the fly so and we're going to go through a scenario everybody in a few minutes so that you can see this calm method in in action but do you think it's helpful to write it down so that it's easier to do on the fly like all of a sudden you are noticing you're being conscious of um, a feeling you're feeling a little unsettled in the body and then you know there's a thought, and then so you find that thought to do it on the fly and kind of question it right there at that point. Doing the writing first would make it easier to do it, let's say, on the fly. Would you agree? I do agree. Yeah, I, I tell people in the beginning to write it, to write the thoughts out, especially yeah. if it's something that you're feeling much resistance over, right? And, you know, there's those situations where we can just get stuck on something and we can ruminate and just think about this situation, maybe like something, um, a disagreement with a family member, let's just say, and you're playing the conversation over and over in your head, that would be a great time to write it out instead of doing it on the fly in your head. So I said, in the beginning, write it out. And, um, and then eventually, you know, it just becomes a habit. You naturally go through the C-A-L-M and then you can do it on the fly. Even though I created this two years ago and I still use it myself, there are those times when something, I have a strong, I'll rate the level of intensity. Let's just say it's doubt is the, is the emotion. 
if it's like an eight, nine or 10, I'll open up a journal and I will get, I want those thoughts out of my head, writing yeah. it down, a different part of my brain can process the information. So I will still write it down even today. That is true too, because you're going a little deeper down in terms of the, the surface, which I would think from my perspective, it, it, it asks for writing as opposed to thinking, because if you're thinking, you're actually in that same part of your brain that has created that thought. Yeah. I have never thought about it like that before. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I do recommend writing it down. And yeah. then what I would say is, just make it a habit of writing it down all the time. And if you're out and about, let's just say you're in the supermarket and somebody, you know, just irritates you and you're not, you can't take your journal out of you. Know, <laughs> and just go ahead and can you imagine in the supermarket? <laughs> you can then just go through it in your head. And then I just want to say on the off chance that the thought you're thinking is a fact, there is a, I call it a bonus question. And that is, if it's a fact, then you ask yourself, what am I making this mean about me? Or what am I making this mean? So in other words, your interpretation, that's usually not a fact. And that's what we will change in step three. So step three, the L is lean into what else is possible. Once you've identified in step two that these are not 100% true or facts, then what's another option? And that's where you reframe. And that's also where writing it out on paper makes it easier to do step three, because you could go line by line, this thought, what else might be true and write it down in step three. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then as you're reframing, you're going to continue to process that emotion. So you began processing it in step one with the taking deep breaths, intentional breaths. And then in step three, as you're reframing, you're moving your focus. So now you're going to start feeling a higher vibration and that gives you access to like thoughts. So now those better feeling thoughts are going to be even easier to come up with. And beautifully working together again with your breath. And as you relax, you open, you open up, right? That's that, you know, we know that when we're stressed and when we're, we're focused, we're very narrow in our, in our idea of, um, yeah, the thoughts that are going to come to us are less, less openness. Yeah. And one other thing I'll say about this step is you do want to make sure that these reframes are thoughts that you can stand behind. So you're not just giving yourself lip service and taking a negative thought and flipping it into the opposite to create a positive thought. It's about coming up with a thought that feels better and feels true for you. That's really important. So I tell people to, you can use a transition phrase like I'm in the process of or I choose to right and when we run through the example this will yeah this will yeah step four the M is to make a new decision so now what is your new decision or what are you choosing to see now about this unwanted circumstance or situation that triggered that emotion to begin with and that's where you get to make the new decision 
and step into action. I am chomping at the bit here to get into, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat actually, again, it, it's funny, right? I'm, it's so funny as Nikki, you have, if, oh my gosh, I keep, I'm, I'm used to doing things on videos. So I'm, and I'm loving, loving the uh, comparing the audios and the podcast, but if you could see me, everybody, I am literally leaning in. So when you said to lean in, I'm actually, I recognized not right in that moment, but soon after that I was leaning in and then realizing that I'm just really, um, I'm, yeah, excited about going through this process because I know it's important to uh, know the steps on their own. So your, your brain is, you know, trying to make sense of it right now, process what, what do these steps mean? without having a particular scenario. And I think that's an important process as well. And then when we feed in a scenario, know that this scenario that um, I'm going to suggest and, and Nikki's perhaps going to take part of it is that you may be you may not be listening to this this podcast in December. So this scenario, it, if it's in July, it's another time of the year, it's another year even. That's the beauty of this calm method is that you can go through it with anything that arises. But what I did talk to Nikki about for this month of December was looking at some of the, the stresses, the worries perhaps that might come up around the holiday season. And um, one thing I, I mentioned or a scenario that I mentioned that is for um, a lot of my um, clients is the traveling. We're in Canada, again, Northern Ontario. Traveling in the winter is already a stress. And then when you add in, if you are getting on a plane or you're having to travel on the highway to get to the airport, there's a stress from the airport. There's a stress of of traveling, if you are going to visit family, there are family dynamic stresses that sometimes come into place. There is time stress where because the holidays are a certain period of time, then your actions and your traveling and your decisions are being uh, in that container of time. So is there a favorite part of that? I know because we're we could be here for hours if we <laughs> if we broke down every aspect. And, and I'm hoping I'm not getting everybody stressed out talking about the possibilities, but also to know that that is like this is why we're connecting on this on this podcast and why actually to do an interview right now and with a friend and colleague, it's just the, it is the perfect time to be connecting around the theme of stress because talking about it and being with other people and working through this together that's that's a huge for me anyways that's a huge piece of this and that kind of that hit me as I was preparing uh, actually just before uh, Nikki you and I were were talking uh, or we're going to come on to this interview so if you were to choose a part, put you on the spot of that scenario to work through uh, the calm method, how what would you like to do? Well, I think that we can. So the circumstance is stress around the holidays, right? That's the situation or the circumstance. It's holiday time. 
and I'm feeling stress and worry over all the things, which include travel, um, family dynamics, seeing family, interacting with family, and then time management because there's so much to do, whether you have to prepare food or shop right? There's just all these things on top of your regular family obligations and what you have to do for work. So I think it's all related. I think what we can do to step two is we can come up with a negative thought for travel, one for family dynamics and one for time management. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) All right. So yeah, this is something that everybody could relate to. And even if you're listening to this after the holidays, the holidays are just a detail right? The thing is stress and worry over all the things and that we experience throughout the year. So this will definitely apply to you no matter when you're listening to it. That's important. Yeah, that's important. And also too, if you want to, let's say, play along, so to speak, if you have a piece of paper, your journal, a pen, now you might be out for a walk, you might be listening while you're driving, and you may want to come back to this, but feel free. However, that's going to work for you right now as uh, Nikki takes us through the calm method to help us manage holiday stress. Okay, so the first step, the C is conscious of how you're feeling. So we identify two words, stress and worry. And that's what you would do. You would just tune in and ask yourself, what am I feeling about this situation right now? And you would just write it down, write down the letter C and then next to it, write down the name of the emotion. Okay. And that's, you know, that's step one. And then you would just take I I say a minute and a half. I learned that from Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, neuroscientist who wrote My Stroke of Insight, the book. And she says it takes 90 seconds to process an emotion. So I like to invite the emotion in as a friend. Hello, stress. Welcome. Let's sit together and let and just sit with it and breathe through it. It's energy is what it is. Observe it. Where in my body do I feel this stress? And, you know, is, is it moving? And you could even notice, is there a color to this? Is there a size? And just to get yourself to dissociate from it as you breathe for that minute and a half. That makes sense. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, good. So that's all for step one. Moving into step two, aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. Lori, do you want to, we could just both just... Mm-hmm couple of thoughts like what thought is causing the stress or the worry so it could be in terms of traveling worried about the road conditions worried that I need to be somewhere and I can't control I can't control the weather I could be worry just about ice and so it's a time worry as it is a safety worry uh, for sure and yeah I and I've actually written come to think of that I've actually have for sure gone through that process before to to write down where those thoughts are coming from in terms uh, in terms of traveling because it comes up often where I find where we uh, where we live yeah definitely you know where I live in New Jersey we don't get the weather conditions that you get as much, but there have been times where there was snow and ice and it was very scary being on the road where you feel your car sliding 
So um, we can use that example, the road conditions might be bad. Now thinking yeah. that thought could trigger worry or stress, mm -hmm. right? It's also something that's outside of our circle of control. I yeah. heard somebody use the analogy of drawing a circle around your feet and what's inside of the circle is all you have control over, which is basically you, your response, your where you place your attention and everything outside of the circle, which would be the road conditions, is something that we, we can't control. So how do we then reframe that in step three so that it feels better? So, so that we stick with the framework as I introduced it, are, is this a fact or is this a belief, projection, fear, attitude? What would you say, Lori? Let's say it is a fact in that the weather conditions can be bad in the month of December. So yes, it can be, but the thought that they are going to be bad and it's and it's an absolute given that on December 23rd that the road conditions are going to be awful when I'm traveling. No, that is not a fact. Even yeah. if the weather forecast says that, it's still not it's still not a fact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's a good distinction. So let's say people say this is a fact, right? Because they're just looking at the past, you know, there's been the last 10 holidays, there's been, you know, icy conditions, you know, so let's go with that. So we ask the bonus question, what am I making this mean? In other words, what's, what's the interpretation? So if you, as you're thinking the road conditions might be bad, what are you making that? It might mean that, I mean, very often we'll think, well, what if I'm, yeah, what if I'm in an accident? What if I don't make it to the airport in time for my flight because the roads are closed? Because again, that happens quite often. So it means it could change my holiday, definitely could change my holiday experience, my, my ability to perhaps go see my family, or it could... Um, um, yeah, it could impede like safety-wise, yeah. So this is how, and we all do it as humans, right? We can easily spiral down the rabbit hole and we could go into all the what-ifs, right? What if I'm in an accident? What if I don't make it to the airport on time? This could change my holiday experience. And all of this is leading to that stress and worry. So we can question it because what if, you make it to the airport on time and safely. Have you mm -hmm. seen that to be true? So now we're just, we're going to poke holes in the story. Okay. Thinking like the game Jenga, as you start to pull out those blocks from the building that you're creating, the structure wobbles. It's not as strong anymore. That's the analogy I'm using. As we start to reframe in step three, the L, lean into what else is possible the story that you were telling in step two starts to lose its intensity. So in step three in the L, you know, we could reframe the road conditions might be bad. They might be. That's a possibility. What's another possibility? They could be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Conditions could be wonderful. They could be just fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's one reframe. Uh, what if I'm in an accident? How could that be reframed since there's another option to that? What if I'm not? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if I'm not? And even this is what I tell people when they come up with these thoughts. We, our subconscious mind thinks in pictures, sounds, and feelings. So give your mind the picture that you want. So I'm, I'm going to ask you and everybody listening, when you say to yourself, what if I'm in an accident? Notice the picture that pops up in your mind. Okay. What if I'm not? Notice the picture that pops up into your mind. And then try this one on for size just to see what picture comes to mind. What if I arrive to my destination safely? How it might be different. Yeah. But that, that picture that we have is going to impact how we feel in our body. So when we're reframing in step three, if we can just be mindful of that, how I stating it in the positive so that it gives that picture in the mind that's going to help you feel better in the bot calm or whatever the emotion is. I like that. It is because you see yourself like giving hugs and connecting and it's just, it's, it just removes yourself. You, you remove yourself from the road. You remove yourself from the weather and you see the outcome and you focus on the excitement and the feeling of the outcome when it's reframed and it, and it feels immediately, immediately better. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So you sound like you're ready for M make a new decision. What would be that? And this could be, you know, like a, an affirmation, a personal affirmation that you're now going to tell yourself about this situation. So I could, I like this too. I can see this. And in fact, I may even say this out loud. I'm thinking about this as well, right? Where you're talking to your, talking to yourself. Also that power that you have to say, all right, well, I'm going to give myself a little bit more time. I'll leave a day early. I'll have everything organized in my, and we're all about snow tires and all that things, you know, so everything safety wise that I can have control over for my vehicle, everything's going to be looked after there. I'm going to allow myself some time if I need to stop. I keep seeing myself just just getting there and just enjoying the process too so perhaps just even thinking I'm going to be listening to some podcasts when I'm traveling I'm going to have my favorite coffee and tea and so perhaps starting to focus on uh, the journey and the process of it and of what I as what you said what I can control what is in my fear and um go forward from there I never actually thought about and honest to goodness everyone Nikki and I did not talk about this (laughs) this scenario beforehand and um that's very cool very cool I love watching that it was so cool when you to watch you when you had the different pictures in your mind and then you start instead of seeing the accident and the road conditions you started seeing the kisses and the hugs and the connection with the family that's the outcome that you want and you get to put your focus there yeah I felt that I felt the tenseness of the other pictures and you imagine our brain as 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 you just said our brains will go to uh, the pictures that are negative and it can be pretty intense. Mm -hmm. And we have the power to be able to switch that 
that graphic to switch that picture to switch those those thoughts so um that was very powerful yeah thank you i loved it you're welcome so you're so if everybody else doing this you know you would come up with your new decision um for step four and i like to start it with i choose and you know you could say something like i choose to focus on the connection i'm going to have with my family you know, i choose to give myself a little more time and organize everything so that I can feel relaxed as I enjoy the drive to be with my family, anything like that. But it's just a positive statement that's focused on the outcome that you want and where your attention goes, energy flows. So when your attention is on that, now you're feeling a whole lot better in your body and you're not where you were at the beginning. And um, I'm still feeling that. <laughs> And I'm looking outside the window here. I'm looking at, we have actually a fair bit of snow just in the last um, 24 hours too. So it's, um, that is going to be very, very helpful, even if it's not December, uh, everybody listening as well, because traveling in general can be, uh, and is very stressful, not just at, not just at holiday time. And so I'm going to be sharing all of this in the show notes to have that contact with Nikki to see written out as well what those what those steps are. And Nikki, where can our listeners get in touch with you? Thank you. Uh, you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, my name, Nikki Ganjemi, and also under my business name, Mindful Matters, LLC. You can visit my website, which is my name, NikkiGanjani.com, and I will give Lori all the information to put in the show notes as far as links to find me. That's wonderful. And Nikki, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you want to share with our listeners here? Sure. I would, I would like to add that the calm method is not a one and done. So it's not something that you do one time and magically you just start thinking differently and feeling better. It's, it's something you do every day. It's a practice. It's like, just like we shower every day. This is a mental hygiene for our mind. And the more you do it, the more you create that habit of going from focusing on what you don't want to focusing on the outcome that you do. And it becomes more natural to you. And that uh, that connection too, for those of you who haven't had a chance to to listen to actually the first episode of December, uh, focusing on the habit of stress. I thought about this after, as you and I have been talking about that, the habit perspective, that the idea of having that cue of not feeling our, uh, not feeling ourselves or feeling a particular emotion or feeling, and then truly that routine or the behavior can, the, the calm method can go right into that habit loop right into the behavior routine so that as you said you practice and practice it becomes easier and then the reward and I'll tell you right now again as Nikki said my like my I've just lightened right up and I just I felt that too because I can see myself this is the funny part of it um, <laughs> just so see that change it kind of scared me a little bit but um but that is the reward so when you 
again, connect back to the habit of stress in a hopeful and positive way, this just fits beautifully um, in. So I, I can't thank you enough, Nikki, for sharing this. Congratulations on the launch of your book. Again, that will be soon and to keep in, in contact with Nikki on that. So have a wonderful week, everybody. Keep being you, keep practicing <laughs> the, uh, the calm method, have fun with it, be curious, just be open to all of the possibilities. So um, again, have a wonderful week and uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.